You want to finish what we were doing? Oh, from uh, our previous episode, yes. No, from... Uh, oh, don't say it. Okay. Just don't get me started. All right. <laughs> Fucking ham sandwich, you. I got, um, an- I got another woke story, by the way. Okay, well, let's do the woke story, and we'll, we'll get back to why people don't like Vancouver, and, and you can disagree or agree, because that's what we broadcast from Vancouver. As of this morning, in the city of Toronto, the Toronto police will no longer use surnames or genders when issuing a missing persons alert. So... So, so now on Twitter, if somebody goes missing, it'll be something like this. Metropolitan Toronto Police are looking for Pat. If you see Pat, call 911. Well, I changed my pronouns on my Zoom call. Oh, really? Yeah. To? Cunt, snatch, and twat. Oh, okay. That's nice. Does that work for you? I changed mine to E-I-E-I-O and Sasquatch. 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 So come on. So how are you supposed to find a missing person? Pat is missing. Call 911. Yeah. He, she. Who knows? Yeah. yeah. Oh, Jesus. Speaking of pronouns. Yes. Still reeling over the uh, beautiful outfit that Sam Smith was wearing. Yeah, at the uh, Grammys. Very yeah. nice. Yeah. Dressed up like the devil. I don't know if you ever saw Ned Beatty from Deliverance, which was a hillbilly movie about getting cornholed on a river in a canoe with Burt Reynolds. Oh, I saw it. But he reminded me a little bit of that. <laughs> Ned Beatty? Hmm. His brand new hit song, Squeal Like a Pig. <laughs> Maybe that's why Madonna and Shania Twain look like they are now. I just don't know anymore. Well, you think they were in the Ned Beatty movie? <laughs> they could have been. You think? You think? You think? Cornhold on, cornhold along a river. I mean, just... I don't know if, you know, maybe there's some of our listeners that didn't see the Grammys the other night, but maybe you should tell them, explain what Sam was wearing. Um, a devil's outfit. Basically, he had a red collar around his neck, some weird hat, and this great big red sort of long dress, but it was a whole devil-themed thing. And when he was singing, had flames burning. Well, it was just, it was like devil worship, basically. Not yeah. that there's anything wrong with devil worship, of course. No, no. Now, here's the thing. Uh-huh. I, I am, am a Sam Smith fan. So am I. Jill and I saw Sam Smith at the Orpheum Theater in Vancouver. The, which theater? Orpheum. Oh, sorry. I thought you said another word. What did I say? I thought you said the Orpheus. No, no. Orpheum Theater. The Orifice we, Theater. We saw Sam Smith at the Orpheum Theater. He's a great singer. Great entertainer. Oh, yeah. yeah. We saw him at the Orpheum Theater when, in, in front of 1,500 people mm-hmm. before... Um, before uh, he became big. And six months later... He was Ned Beatty. Well, six months later, he was big, big, as in popular big. As in Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. Six, six months later, he was at uh, Rogers Arena. And now, some six years later, he's just big, big. Like very very ne- large. Ned Beatty big. Yeah. Like kind of looks like him a, big, a little bit, too. There's a very famous hillbilly movie called Deliverance. We all make it. It's like current pop nomenclature. If you're being cornholed by a guy with bad teeth and he's a hillbilly... You're Ned Beatty. And you're being delivered. Yeah. And and, um, this is the theme from Deliverance. And the uh, big line in that movie was? What wine goes with hillbilly? I I don't know. Squeal like a pig. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. And so um, Sam Smith was dressed up like Ned Beatty. Okay. Did he squeal like a pig? I'm not sure. Oh, okay. But it was the you saw it the other night at the Grammys. I did. Anyway, here's what Morgan, who recently moved from Toronto to Vancouver, doesn't like about Vancouver. Okay? You, you can agree or disagree. Okay. You're going to be the... Well, I moved here from Toronto, too. Yep. You're the focus group of one. Okay. Okay. A lack of waving. This is when you drive. So, for instance, if I'm merging on a Stanley Park and you let somebody in, mm-hmm. 
If somebody lets me in, even though it's a merge lane, I almost always wave, right? Yeah. Generally speaking, I always wave, unless you actually don't have to wave because it's too obvious you have to merge. But generally speaking, if somebody lets me in, I wave. I always do. Always do. Always have. Always will. And she's saying there's a lack of waving. You know, you let people in and they just keep going. And and it's because there's a bunch of cunts that drive in this city. And they're, they're miserable little fuckers that should be pulled out of their cars and beaten to within an inch of their life. And when Jesse says that, he means the acronym See You Next Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. 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 So anyway, I'm with her on that. There's a lack of courtesy driving in this city. Didn't used to be, but it's like every person for themselves now. Mm-hmm. What are my pronouns again? Uh, no, I'm not saying them. Mm, I almost tricked you. You almost did it. Yep. See you next Tuesday and something else. There's no direct highway to the airport. That's true. There's no direct highway to the airport. That's because we don't have a highway to the airport. Well, you don't need one. We don't have one. But you don't need one. Yeah, well, I'm just... I've never had a problem getting to the airport. Well, that's because you're an idiot. (laughs) But what's what's that have to do with... I can get to other destinations as an idiot. Too. Your good morning might go unanswered. You might show up somewhere and say, hey, man, good morning. I say good morning to everybody. Well, that's, that's you, but she's saying she, not everybody says good morning back. Well, maybe she's just miserable. Maybe she's ugly. Maybe she has bad breath. Maybe she frightens little children. No, she's very pretty. Oh, okay. So, you know, that's, that's not the reason to say good morning. Okay. That's the reason to say, what are you doing tonight? Okay. After you finish bobbing for Captain Midnight. Okay. Okay, now look what you've done. I haven't done anything. I'm listening to you. Do you agree or disagree? Uh, I tend to agree with that one. With which, which one? That people aren't saying good morning enough when you give them that greeting. Okay. All right. Restaurant reservations are a battle. Yep. Not for me. Well, because everybody knows you in this town. Yeah. There's a, there's a restaurant you can go to on Robson Street, and you can actually order a... Jesse Dillon. Mm-hmm. It's an after-dinner uh, drink. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you. Thank so you true. That. I remember that. I've actually had it sometimes during dinner. Oh. You can also get that at Nobu's in Malibu. Mm-hmm. You can get that at Araxi's in Whistler. And you can get it here in our studios. <laughs> that's, fact, that's good. But, you know, have, she does have a very good point about that. You know, when COVID was happening, the restaurants were doing anything to get you in there. Here's and, one and, that... No, but now yeah. they tell you, well, there's a two-hour time limit. It's like, fuck you, man. You were begging me to come in before. Now you want to kick me out. Mm. I'll put you down as undecided. That's good. Making friends is as hard as getting that rezzo. I agree with that. Making friends in this town, yeah. Oh, I disagree. Well, that's because you pick up desperate women that have no hope in life, and you promise them that you can still get hard, and they find out that you can't, they feel safe with you. And your point? I don't have one. <laughs> okay. I make friends very easily. I find it very easy to make friends. Have you made friends with anybody that's not a single desperate woman? And I mean that in the nicest way. I know you do. Under the age of 70. Yeah. <laughs> Me. But I don't count. I'm already your friend. Oh. Well, I make friends with one who uh, limp. Because that way, if there's ever a problem, it's difficult for them to run away. All right, that's fine. Okay. You make friends. Yeah, I make friends. Most people that move to the city Mm -hmm. find it difficult to make friends. Let me give you an example. Okay. Christmas. Mm -hmm. Recently. Yeah. It's when Jesus comes down the chimney and blesses all the Easter eggs. That's correct, yeah. I hide my own now because I'm getting older. That's right. Mm. And 
many of the women that you meet can hide their own Easter eggs. It's true. That's why they like you, because mm-hmm. they're not sick of you, because they can't they remember who you are. <laughs> exactly. All right. Anyway, where were we? Jesus came down the chimney. Right. Blessed all the children. Mm-hmm. Left some gifts. Right. And threw a fucking unbelievable dinner party. Exactly. Bunch of people. Mm-hmm. Three wise seat. guys showed up with... Merck, incense, and pronouns. And pronouns. <laughs> my pronouns. I'm changing my pronouns. Okay, good. Father, mm-hmm. son. The Holy Ghost. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, getting resos is hard. Making friends is hard, according to her, but I don't believe that. Jill and I, mm-hmm. Christmas, yeah. Apple Store. Mm-hmm. I bought watches for everybody. Yeah. Apple watches. Mm, bought me a phone. Huh? He bought me a phone. Bought you a phone. It's nice. And um, I'm talking to the guy, and Jill and I are there. Where are you from? Bombay. How long have you lived here? Three years. And how are you liking it? Yeah, he really liked it. He said it was tough to make friends here. And he, nice young guy, good-looking young man. I felt bad for him. Invite him over for a Christmas dinner? Not that bad. So you didn't feel that bad? No, I didn't. No, I mean, he's, you know. So what's what's that translate that? What does that mean? Pickleball. Unless you play pickleball, you're nobody in the city. Pickleball? Don't play it. Just don't pickle courts near me. I eat pickles. I enjoy pickles. Dill pickles, bread and butter pickles, sour this one, pickles. So so this is what Morgan from Ontario thinks about Vancouver. Dog poop bags are extra necessary. I don't get it. Well, yeah, what do you, you don't want a dog poop bag? But hang on, if she's from Toronto, you need a dog poop bag in Toronto to pick up your dog poop. Yeah. You do here in Vancouver. Yeah, I don't get it. You get a large one, you can pick up a a person who's overdosed on Robson Street. Here's an interesting one. Hiking etiquette needs work. Hiking. Well, you know what happened to that poor woman walking her dogs. Did you read that story? North Van, some some girl was out, she's a dog walker, right? Mm -hmm. She gets paid to walk people's dogs. She's walking half a dozen dogs and she gets... Got attacked. No, some really? some couple started screaming at them, and the guy started beating her, and it was just Jesus. just a nightmare. Anyway, listen, I don't entirely disagree with everything she's saying. I think it is difficult to meet people in the city. I think people used to be really polite; mm-hmm. they're not not so polite now hmm. in traffic and shit like that. And it is hard to get reservations. Reservations. That is true. Yeah, yeah. I can. I got to be honest with you, though. Mm-hmm. Not for me. I can get rezos. Yeah. Well, because you know everybody. You've been here. Yeah, I've been here a long you time. You phone up and they go, here's a, here's a big spender. He's going to spend a lot of dough in the restaurant. Come on down. Well, not necessarily. <laughs> yes, you do. You're very generous with everybody when you go to a restaurant. What else you got? That's it. That's it? That's it. Vancouver's going downhill. Can't make any friends. Everybody who lives here is a prick. And if you go hiking, you're going to have the shit kicked out of you. But you know what? The mountains and the ocean, they remain beautiful. It's, it's pretty hard not to love the city. Do you know what I mean? Oh, I think it's one of the most spectacular cities anywhere in the world. So you lived in Huntington Beach. Yep. Yep. And then where? I lived in Toronto. I lived in Hong Kong. I lived temporarily doing a gig in Dubai, Texas for three years, Southern California for 11 years, and here I am in Vancouver, and I'm not moving away from Vancouver. I think this is one of the most spectacular cities I've ever lived in. I can get up. Go on my deck, I can look at snow-capped mountains, I can see the ocean, and your view from your place, holy snapping oysters. What is your what is your favorite part of the city? Snow-capped mountains. Snow-capped mountains. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. And you love it here. I, I absolutely adore it here. You want the story of Tamale Twat? 
Oh, tamale twat. Yeah. Speaking of, of restaurants and getting rezos. <clears throat> yeah. Um, we decided to have pizza at home the other night. Mm-hmm. And um, Jill. Your wife. Put a lot of green peppers on the pizza. Mm-hmm. A lot of green peppers. I like that. This is a, and this is, this is a scientific question that I have for you. Oh, because everything on this podcast is based yeah. in science. She asked me, I don't know, six, seven hours after eating the pizza, if my penis hurt. And I said, no. And she goes, because my foof, she calls it, mm-hmm. is really painful right now. I think it had to do with the, red, the, the, the hot chili peppers. Hmm. Is that possible? Mm, don't think so. No? No. Now, I can give you a rule of thumb about eating hot food, mm-hmm. like hot Indian food, for example. What goes in hot comes out hot with number two in your poo. Well, that's what I'm... Okay, but this isn't poo. I know, but what I'm saying is... Maybe. I don't think it has anything to do with urine, because for my mark, the sign of a really good hot Indian food dinner is you put a roll of toilet paper in the freezer before you go to bed. Mm-hmm. So when you get up in the morning, you have something cool and moist to help you out with number two. I was going through a period of my life where I was alone for a long period of time, and I was camping trying to get one with myself and find out who I was. Mm-hmm. And I had taken the liberty of buying some very large tamales and green peppers, and I couldn't find a date. So I remember I fucked a jalapeno pepper the size of a bowling ball. How was that? It hurt my weenie. Oh. <laughs> so maybe my wife... I didn't really, but maybe it's my wife... So maybe there's something to this. Tamale twat. <laughs> tamale twat. Hot tamale twat. You know what I'm saying? You don't know, because you're not a scientist. Or a gynecologist. But I play one on TV. Your valitis. Which is kind of like a bit of a disease. Tamale twat. Never heard of that. You'll get it from eating the, the green peppers. My wife, she ate the green peppers. Now she pisses fire. She pisses fire. I can't have no sex. She's on fire. <laughs> she has a hot pot. She's always had a twat. Now it's very hot. It's on fire. <laughs> Tamale twat. Cucumbers. Fungus tits. Join us again for Tamale Twat on many of these fine stations. Tamale twat. Is it good for you? Because it's good for us. Ask your doctor if tamale twat is right for you.